Hey, Gavin here. Welcome to the Business Mastermind podcast. And uh, it's a great privilege to welcome back Jay, Jay Minos. Now, Jay was on one of my earliest launch episodes of the Business Mastermind podcast. I think within the first eight so you know we're, we're we're well over 230 episodes in now. So it's a it's a real joy to bring Jay onto the uh, Business Mastermind po- podcast. And within the theme of revive, we're going to talk about this idea of metamorphosis. Jay's written a best-selling book called Property Metamorphosis, but he's gone through his own journey of metamorphosis. And really, what I want to delve into is the thinking and the mindset that if at a stage in your life you want to change your Pack. You want to go follow a different path, whether it be through property, leaving a career behind, or another another pathway. How you can feel confident, equipped, and learn enough to be able to, um, you know, kickstart your own metamorphosis. If you're loving these podcasts, then please do head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash business master. It's super easy. I promise you, your support really is appreciated. And it helps in the creation of these in-depth masterclasses and interviews to equip you, your team and your business for growth. If you have supported us already, many thanks. And if not, you can do this by heading over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash businessmaster. You'll also be able to get access to exclusive content from the guests and myself, further insights and information on the featured episodes, and how you can get more access for you and your business. So Jay Munoz, welcome back to the Business Mastermind, Pro- uh, business Mastermind Podcast. Thank you so much, Gavin, for having, having me. And well done for keeping inspiring us with all those episodes that must have been a hell of a work 200 and how many well i think i think we got up before we before we paused um at the end of like what became season one i think we got up to 232 episodes 235 episodes which was absolutely incredible well done for doing that and once again thank thank you for having me back i remember the last time we um we we chatted it was incredible and i finished a at the time i was finishing a, a sort of a journal that it was like kind of the start of my writing let's say um career and now obviously thank you for inviting me back i've got a lot to share uh, with this new book and i'm really proud of and i can wear hopefully to inspire all you um all you audience with uh what we're going to chat about later so we're talking about this idea about revive and also the, the word here about metamorphosis. Um, rather than sort of going back through your whole backstory, just kind of the highlights about where were the key points of change around your own life's journey and career, your own metamorphosis that got you into the, the world that you're doing with property, both your own developments and assets for life as a training. I just like you to sort of share the highlights of what were what gave you the insight that yes, I need to change the knowing that I need to um, take a, a change in my career and, and the steps that you sort of took in order to undergo your own metamorphosis. Absolutely. No, thank, thank you for that. Well, I, you know, if I take you back a number of years now, I, I came to the UK with a just a bag full of dreams. I'm a foreigner. I'm now a British citizen, proud British citizen, but I arrived here as, as a foreigner in back in 2010 um uh sorry 2000 and uh, it was like obviously everyone's news everything was new to me you know new language new country uh new culture and so on and so forth but i just wanted to you know to improve 
myself, uh, you know, for me, I think is key. One of the my, my key values is always learning. Okay, I mean the constant metamorphosis. Um, and initially, I started uh, learning English, so I wanted to be uh, I wanted to be a better engineer. I graduated from university back in Colombia, uh, civil engineer, and I wanted to do an MSc. So my next step was learn English first, and then move into um, uh, you know, work for a company. That was my idea. And until I realized after reading a book, I think everyone it obviously gets inspired by reading or watching a movie or whatever. For me, is is a book. I just got inspired by this book that uh, changed my mindset. I had the mindset of uh, being employed and and you know being the manager of the manager. That was my goal at the time. Yes. Uh, but then once I realized that you know, there is something else that is different. You could do something different with your life. I started my own metamorphosis then, right? So after I read that for that, I started in my head, you know, uh, looking at different business options, being a business owner, being an entrepreneur, okay? So I started re-educating myself. And I, at the end of the day, that was all about, you know, ignorance is very expensive. So I started investing in myself again, investing in, some you know something different okay and i decided to embark in property like a hobby and and it was you know it was good to start with because i wanted once i got the job i wanted to be chartered engineer and i had that in my goal but this is the thing going every time you get more experience every time you get a new qualification then you're being offered a pay rise and it's hard to leave the paradise. It's hard because your money is coming in your bank account every month, you know, and then you're comfortable there. Um, but then one day, you know, fast forward 20, uh, 2014, I read this other very small uh, 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 article. It's called, it's like an article. It's called Manifesto, okay? This was the Manifesto. says, if you don't like your job, quit it. Okay. And do you know what? So I, I wasn't I wasn't liking what I was doing. Actually, it wasn't liking, I didn't like what I, who I was surrounding or who I was around with at this time. And I decided to make a change. And I thought to myself, I'm gonna make a change. Within a year, I'm gonna quit my job. And then I put that, you know, I put the manifesto in my Facebook. And a year later, guess what? I had it, you know, and I saw it coming back as a reminder and I thought enough is enough and I decided to embark you know my new journey I quit my job had the summer off had my mum over here to visit I spent really quality time with them and then fast forward uh, 2015 uh, you know I decided to embark on this journey and fast forward uh, 2020 2020 I decided to put you know, write it down because I think it's quite inspiring. So basically, the book that inspired me to me was Reese that 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 gave yeah. me. I don't know you're familiar with what it, what oh, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Saturday moment. Yeah, you know what Saturday moment is in your life. Saturday. Saturday. No, no. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Or Saturday. Saturday. It's basically a Japanese word, right? It's a moment in your life when you pass, you present, and your future gets aligned, right? So you reflect. 
And yeah. so basically what I wanted with Matt was with property metamorphosis was give that moment to the readers, right? So when they reflect about the past, they see obviously the present moment and they see the future self, you know, uh, uh, you know, transforming in, uh, you know, uh, in what they always wanted to be. We sometimes is believe, isn't it? People think yeah. that it's not possible. But I wanted to give this to my readers. First, this mindset switch, how I did it. And then a bit, a bit of tools as well. That was my other goal. Give them a little bit of tools or flavor of what property development is about and what they can do with it. Because there's so many things you can do with property investment and development. So that is pretty much in a nutshell sort of how my journey has been uh, up, up to date. So um, there'll be a number of people listening that are quite inspired by the story. Uh, but also can relate to you set yourself a goal of 12 years, 12 months, I beg your pardon, 12 months in the future, you would have quit your job and you hadn't. So at the point that you realized you needed to do something about that, what gave you, I guess, the courage to, to jump from the certainty of an, a monthly you know, salary coming into your bank account to, to knowing that actually you could be successful and provide for your family through, through property? What well, gave me the core? The core is, I think, it was, you know, the fact that um, I wanted something different. Um, you know, the courage has always been my big why. You always need to, when every time you embark on, let's say, a new journey, um, you know, I don't know whether you're familiar with Ray Dalio, but Ray Dalio says in one of his best books, in order to have the best life possible, you have to first know what the best decisions are. And secondly, have the courage to make them okay i knew the time that for me was the time that i wanted to spend with the family right the people that i love i was obviously giving all my energy and all my time to the company that i used to work with because i used to commute from uh colchester to london every single day right i was in the train at 6 6 15 every day and i was coming back very late with no energy just to give to my family so for me the courage was the time I see my future self having more flexible life, okay? Being able to go back home and see mom and dad. And I actually had that privilege. My mom wasn't very well a couple of months ago and I have the uh, privilege and I had the flexibility to go and spend time with them. And my dad also suffers from diabetes and he's, you know, he's, he's not very well. So that gave me that back. And now I have also the privilege to take my, my little ones to school every single morning, which I couldn't do before. So for me, it was that. It was my big why, uh, you know. And and also, uh, you know, it was it, it was it, it was about you know uh, giving back. I knew I could do more, um, you know, on that front. And I decided also to set up a charity uh, with uh, with my business partner Liam Ryan, uh, you know, and, and and the community AFL. We do uh, one charity event every single year, um, and that also was my big why I knew that I could do more in that sense give give my more so those two I think um were my sort of my my drivers my uh, you know my uh, you know I'll say the catalyst for me to just to do something different with my life so the, the decision is it's a courageous one but also a liberating one mm. uh then the, the reality is there's still got the the bills to be paid the mortgage to be paid every month so um from a mindset point of view, before we go into any kind of strategy and tactic, how did you keep 
stay courageous how did you stay strong and mm. you know determined for that path and because i think many start that journey will get tempted mm. back after, after they're not having the results quickly enough get tempted back into a monthly paycheck yeah that's a really good point i think the the thing to stay courageous are written goals smart goals you know the, the goal needs to be specific measurable achievable realistic and time bound if you have written specific goals which i'd use my afa journey for um you know and i'm relentless you know i uh i have i don't take no for an answer uh you know and you're committed to your goals uh, you know, I, for me, it's as simple as that. I'm quite driven. So I have, you know, when when I set my, my mind into something until it's done, I'm not satisfied. And then, you know, and it, ha- it was hard. You know, Gavin, the beginning was like half three in the morning, an email from a business partner, and I will reply at half four. We were used to sleep in the office. You know, it was hard. You know, get our first customers, you know, get, get momentum going. But once you have, the, the other thing is uh, the first domino, they call it, right? The domino effect. Um, once you have the first domino down, you know, that kind of creates the momentum uh, and any skew are become unstoppable, you know? And, and also, I think... The and what was the first domino was, for you and Liam? The, the, the first domino for us was a HMO, a property that we bought uh, for, for £152,000. We converted to a HMO uh then we managed to recycle all the cash back invested within three months and reuse that capital again then we was we were we were doing a land development comprising you know seven flats and two houses then we're doing a 16 one bedroom flat conversion then we're doing you know a, a, a multi-million pound projects where we are right now so it was just the beginning but the all the other thing that i highly recommend to you listeners is hire a mentor, right? Yeah. The mentor for me at the beginning of all my journey with Lee and when we started Access for Life have been the catalyst, okay, or where we are right now. Obviously, you need to pick your mentors correctly. You got to do your diligence. You need to make sure that obviously at ahead of you, whatever strategy you pick, okay? And secondly, very important also that you, they share, you share the same values. Uh, mm-hmm. with your mentor if you if you had a values clash no point move forward yeah. and trying to find someone else so so those two have been you know paramount for us to where where we are i mean i share more more the more uh more 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 information in my book but i think if i had to pick two those two are the ones fantastic yeah fantastic so hiring a mentor but also um uh, this this idea around not only having smart goals but the importance of that first domino and um, th- that domino that w- whether it's your first property deal your first acquisition your first contract that you've won um, it's a it's a massive validation isn't it as to yes yeah. you're on the right path it's a validation in you and your skills uh, and as a result of that your confidence spikes. And your sense of um, certainty gets an important boost. Um, mm. Some people get to that first domino quicker than others. Uh, yeah. Some people may, may be tempted, having not received that first domino, to go back to what they were doing before. What what advice or what 
um, you know, recommendations would you give to somebody who's still searching for or hoping to get, you know, still working towards not yet achieved that first domino? Yeah, that's a really good point. I, I think, look, uh, the reality is that you have to turn your failures into advantages, okay? What you perceive as a failure, okay, as in like, I haven't got my domino yet, you're getting closer, if anything, okay? Yeah. Um, it's, about, it's, about, it's about time. Once you have the right tools, okay, that's given by a mentor or whoever's ahead of you, then it's down to you to implement them until that becomes reality to you. Okay, so the way I see that every single deal that I analyzed before my first HMO, my first domino, got me closer and closer and closer. Okay, every single deal that I analyzed, I was getting quicker and quicker and quicker on analyzing deals. Every single deal that I went to see, there was another relationship with a new agent that would go me closer and closer and closer. And the reality is sometimes, you know, you have to accept those uh, as part of your own reality and learn from them. I learned a, a really nice metaphor a while ago. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this. And it was something along these lines, okay? You are not made during a crisis. You are revealed, okay? If you squeeze a lemon, you get lemon juice. If you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice. If you squeeze a human being, you get what is inside, positive, or negative, okay? So out of a no, as in a deal that didn't stack up, I take the positive, I learn more, right? I'm wiser, I'm getting closer to my, my, my yes. So you gotta be relentless, that's the, that's the uh, you know, that is the reality. Um, and I'll, for the listeners that I haven't got the first domino, they just need to be patient, but they need to keep at it. They cannot really stop because there are, you know, uh, millions and millions of deals out there. Um, but And then they just need to wait. I've been a little bit patient. Hey, Gavin here. Let's just recap some of the gems that Jay's just been sharing with us. His key value is always learning. And that shines through not only the, the number of books he's evidently read, but the course he's been on, the mentorships he's been a part of, and seeing having a mentor as a critical enabler for him to undergo the metamorphosis in his life and achieve the results that he'd been looking for he started off with the first you know one of the first books that really caused him to reevaluate everything was that brilliant um robert kiyosaki book rich dad poor dad i'm sure many of you listening to this podcast of course uh, read uh, rich dad poor dad and other books in the same series like the cashflow quadrant etc highly highly recommend you check out robert kiyosaki's work and rich dad poor dad love this idea about the first domino what's that first key action or result i beg pardon uh, that actually will start the domino process on that journey of success working for you if, to work for you so in jay's experience or it was his first property deal uh, hmo houses house of multiple occupants um that was the first domino for him but did you get that it like researched looked at evaluated some 300 deals in order before he got his first one, before they'd got that really big one, bought a property for 152,000 and they turned it around in terms of pulled all the money out, re- refinanced it within a three month period and put that into the next deal. 300 deals though that they'd eval- he'd evaluated before they found the first one. Many people will stop after 30 de- evaluations, not 300. So your domino could be a 
first major client, it could be my acquisition, it could be the launch of a new product, uh, a new service, um, publishing of a book, you know, um, podcast, whatever that might be, hitting a certain number of you know first hundred thousand uh, subscribers to your YouTube channel, whatever it might be, but it's like what's going to be that first major domino to get you moving? Turn your failures into your advantages. And that metaphor that we just heard now, I love it. You know, <clears throat> you are not made during a crisis, you are revealed. If you squeeze a lemon, you get lemon juice. If you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice. If you squeeze a human, you just get what's more of what's already inside. You're revealed during a crisis. Many people have had, you know, tough and challenges over over the last year or two. Um, but that piece about keep at it, be patient. So to give a little bit of context, how can you recall how many deals you analysed before you got that first HMO, oh that, that, that first domino? That's so good, Christian. I love that. Okay. So look, for, for our first, let's say, small deals, obviously that's is, that is a relatively small deals in property development um, terms. I analysed at least 300 Wow. Use 300 deals because at the beginning, you know, what I was focusing was on the numbers and that was it. But then when I found a way just to reflect and stop, and I thought, well, this is not actually this. I need to build the relationship first. So I did a bit of shortcut. And, you know, once I build that shortcut, let's say, you know, the deal came to me and I was the first one to see that property if you gave me where I'm coming from here. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was a long process. Um, but then in the end, I used obviously my mentors, my, men, my mentors to give me the know-how, but then I also had to reflect and stop and say, well, I haven't had any deal. What's going on here? What can I do better? And, and when I, I, I find out that, that, you know, where the, where the issue was, then it more or less happened immediately. Then from that, you know, so you, that was, what sort of time frame was that? That three hundred deals until you got that first domino. Yeah, it was. That it was, was twelve months, twenty four months. Yeah, it was almost about six, seven months before after we go. You know, after we started our mentorship, so it was it was wow. a painful process because I was day in, day out, day in, day out analyzing deals pretty much every right. day. Pretty more, more than that, I think uh, uh, per day I had a target. Um, and some of them even, you know, I didn't even want and have a look. So probably some of that, this, you know, I, I discounted right, right away without going into viewing. And then for, for let's say, medium-sized developments, you're looking at even more because there's so many out there yeah. um, that, that vendors that influence the wrong way but the commercial agents that they just ask for too much and sometimes they don't even stack up. So there's a lot of... yeah. There's so a lot of in six or seven months it took you, you know, analyzing 300, 300 deals to get your first domino. What happened in the next sort of six to 12 months then? Right. For the, in the next months, then what happened was I got our first one, right? Then I, I, you have used to hire, hire your team. You've got, to hire, you've got to have a power team around you. Because yes, well and good to have the first deal, but then you need to do start the development. So there is a process that we teach in our, you know, for our students that will come to a property millionaires bootcamp. There's a seven steps. You know, there is a process of funding the deal. There is a process of, you know, getting the uh, the contractors that you need for the deal, getting the right designers on board, and so on and so forth. So there is a 
there's a, there's a, there is a systematic process that you need to follow suit. Um, but there is also, obviously, when you're in property development, you're like a little orchestra director. Okay, mm-hmm. So you need to appoint the right person and the right people at the right time. Um, and that's pretty much what, what, what we also give to our students out, sort of our academy, is that environment that where we obviously use the people that we have used for our own projects, they can also tap into and use them for their own projects. Uh, so it's key that you have that safe environment, you know, safe network, uh, you know, to, to develop that. Once you've done the development, once you have done all the works needed, then you need to refinance. There's obviously a broker that specializes in that type of deals. Then before you even refinance, you need to consider in renting that unit. Okay, so you need to advertise. So there's another a few steps to do that advertisement. So it's all systematic. I, what I did a couple of years ago was sort of more or less the A to Z, you know, for property development. Ever since you need to do you, uh, you know, you need to investigate more about your customers. What do they want and need? And then create a product. Then when you're satisfied that your product is going to sell or is going to rent, you know, then you create that product. But it's always a systematic process until you exit, you know, and you can either, in property, obviously, you can redevelop, refinance and keep, or you can sell, or you can do different, you know, you can do so many different strategies once the product is, is ready. So yeah, so it's um, it, you know, is 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 quite a, a, a simple process, but you cannot really start doing, you know, you cannot really, you need to, you need, you you need to be systematic and you need to do it at the right time. You cannot really start from, you know, in the middle. You need to start from A to Z and being systematic. If that makes sense. But the point being is that once you've got that first domino the number of deals you were then subsequently able to get in the following 12 months increased. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, up to our first deal, we did, I think the, for the next, uh, uh, after we got the first one, the next five or six months, we did about 11. Wow. Yeah. And then we got a land, land, the, the land development uh, was uh, around that time as well. Uh, and a few months later, we got another two developments that we started so yeah, once you create that moment, I, I, I think that is the, 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 you know, the catalyst. You know, this fair, the first deal as a, as Gary Keller, you probably read that book called The One Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it is incredible, isn't it? That's what it That's is. You focus on that on one productivity. Thing. Yeah. So good, isn't it? Once you, once you nail that, the first one, it, there will, the rest will come. You're unstoppable afterwards. Um, that, that's actually. A really um, profound sage piece of advice about take that that concept about productivity, about focusing on the one thing, but that the importance of that first domino being the one thing that you're just fixating on. That I think that's a real that's a real gem from this conversation for me. And uh, uh, I, I know there'll be go on, sorry, Jay. And you know what? Also, the the the, the as you said, Gavin, you gotta visualize the this one thing too yes. before it even happens you need to pretty much every day before you start your day you should visualize it like having the keys collecting the keys you know every thought well a thought becomes things right and if you think that day in day out 
have your own affirmations. I always said to my students, oh, well, get a good affirmation that you repeat yourself every day. Have a vivid vision of where you need to be in three years. We do an exercise with our students on how to write your vivid vision and journal every single day. It's absolutely fundamental. Hey, Gavin here. Jay was just sharing with us there some really powerful mindset tools. I use a phrase that mindset is the difference between game on and game over. And what I wanted to do is just remind you that for those of you that have uh, kind of missed earlier episodes in season one where I launched my book, Survive and Thrive, How to Secure, Scale and Succeed in Business. In that book, there's a whole chapter, chapter eight, all about tools for mindset to help you accelerate your journey to achieve the goals that you want. I actually use a model called, I call the Strive Model. S-T-R-I-V and E. And S is for state, getting in the right state. Uh, T is around talk, self-talk, the internal dialogue that you're having with yourself. Make sure it's your inner coach, not your inner critic that's behind what you do. Rituals, you know, Jay mentions and goes on to mention more about journaling and that's one of the things in rituals that's really important. I is about identity, who you see yourself as. Most people, when they get plateaued in growth, have grown to the limit of their identity. Again, more about it in my book, Survive and Thrive. And then V is for visualisation. Um, Jay just said there, have a vivid, you know, visualisation, a vivid image and movie of what you want to create. And E about, uh, of Strive is empowering beliefs. So go uh, on Amazon, go and check out uh, Survive and Thrive, how to secure, scale and succeed in business. And also you'll find it on Audible. Uh, it was a great fun project to actually voice and record the audiobook version of Survive and Thrive, how to secure scale and succeed in business so you mentioned earlier on about your afl journal tell us a bit about that hmm. basically before i i wrote i wrote property metamorphosis i found a sort of a the biggest challenge once you're an entrepreneur is to manage you know your time efficiently you know we only have 1440 minutes in a day and is what we what we do uh, with, with every single minute that is makes a difference, you know. Uh, when we are awake, and if you're not careful, you you give it away very easily, you know. When people ask you for an hour of your time, I think we discussed this previously. Um, you know, you are asking if you look at the, the amount of hours that there is in a day, you're asking for four point eight percent of your day, just one hour. But that's if you don't sleep. If you go to bed as any human being. You know, you're asking them from almost six or seven percent, and it's only one hour of your day. So my effort journey is basically helps people with that, helps people with writing smart goals as well, helps helps people with keeping them keep themselves accountable for what they do, helps people with reviewing what you learn, helps people with being grateful with every single day because you need to write down at the beginning of your day what you're grateful for, and at the end of your day. Uh, you know and so yeah so my FA journey basically is a great tool for sort of helping uh, us managing our own time or whatever we, we embark on I mean my FA journey is not is not purely for property but for whatever you do in your life you know you've got to be uh, and, and, got, and how do people get hold of a copy of my FL journey yeah they go to Amazon um, uh, uh, well both of the books are published by Amazon 
so it's called My AFR Journey by Jay Munoz. They, they can get a copy. I, I, I make no money on, on that. I purely uh, uh, wanted to do it just to help people, you know, with, with their journeys, um, managing their time better. Yeah, so you can get it for, I think, five quid. I think it's from, from, from Amazon and it's doing delivery. So it's a, a cost, basically. So uh, um, a number of years further on since your um, since that first domino, that HMO that you and Liam got, describe the kind of deals that you're doing now and describe where, before we go, describe in terms of your property business, where you're at now. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So after the first HMO, you know, we did about 11. Then we embarked also, once we thought that we were ready to give back we decided to create this amazing community. It's called Assets for Life Academy. So where we have blind-minded people coming together every single month. I think you went to one of them and gave an amazing keynote speech uh, a while ago. Yeah, um, and we're still doing that, masterminding every month. So in a mastermind, we basically analyze deals together. We share knowledge. Right. We share experiences, we share our ups, we share our downs. It's like a family. The thing is, we, with, within property, you can, it can be lonely. You know, yes. I did this for a while and, and I was bored. I was in my little corner, not sharing yes. my journey with anyone else. And it's, yes. it, it's actually painful because for me, I'm quite social. I like, I like, you know, I like being, you know, uh, surrounded by people, working with people that share the same values and principles. Um, and also took the same language because it's, you know, it's, as anything, you know, doctors have their language that we don't get, you know, uh, lawyers have the language that they don't get and property developers have their own language as well. Um, so we have created this amazing community. That's my biggest pride uh, with Liam, right? That we help each other, right? We thrive, we survive and thrive together, uh, you know? So that's, that is the best, for me, all right? And we do amazing things as well with our time and money. We donate to Cochester Homeless Shelter, or, uh, you know, on a regular basis, and we also do our own charity things. Then in terms of the property side of the business, this is the beauty, right? So we, our, um, you know, our way to teach is kinesthetic learning. So every, whenever you come to any, you know, book camps or any of your training courses that we do, we've got several now, you would do, you learn the theory, but then you do the exercise yourself, okay? That's the best way to learn. So every time we have a development, you know, we share everything that we learn from that development. So recently, uh, uh, I just exited, pro- well, trying to exit a project that we built with one of our students that came to one of our training courses. She, he found a plot of land in Loughton. We bought it for uh, uh, one point. Uh, 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 1.8 million, okay? With that plot of land, had planning permission for two commercial units and 12 flats, right? The minute I saw that deal, I knew that we could get an extra uh, two units on top. We applied for planning permission for, uh, you know, build two penthouses on top. It was rejected, obstacle is the way. Uh, It was frustrating but we got a really good consultant on board and we did an appeal and won it. So that uh, project we finished is, is roughly 6.2 million pound GDV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got now tenants on the, on the commercial units. We're trying to sell some of the flats as we speak 
to pay investors back because we we always said to these two people, right? Use someone else's money. And this is what we teach in our boot camp as well. You can use someone else's money once you know what you're doing. So mm-hmm. we basically highly leverage. Uh, so as we speak, we're trying to uh, pay investors back. We have done uh, roughly in the regional 28 million pounds worth of projects. Um, and currently I'm on site. We bought a site in Maidenhead uh, where we got planning permission for 26 uh, residential units, one and two bedroom flats, and one commercial unit that is already rented or there's lease or option uh, from Superdrug that's taking over. So it's really good deal. This one is roughly 8.7 million pounds. And, you know, we go in the pilot, others that we're looking at, literally tomorrow I'm going to have uh, uh, I'll set up my diary so I've got side viewings back to back I've got one a very interesting one I'm very keen on a project that I did no longer ago it's right next to it it's a, uh, a conversion that we did I did really well out of it and the building next door is up for sale I'm going to take one of my students that happens to be a builder so we did a JV with him and another one of my students that happened to be an architect or so a JV in between all of us. So he's creating this wealth Brilliant. and he's all yeah. part of the family. So yeah, so yeah. more or less in a nutshell, that's what we are from a 150,000 uh, bedroom HMO. Uh, now we are into the, you know, the, the 28 million, almost 30 million pound project. So it's really good. Fantastic. What have been your sort of key moments of learning and insight on that journey? So you mentioned one about the obstacle being the way, but you know what? What have been the key uh, learnings? There's so many. Um, you know, I, I guess uh, uh, it's about challenges, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. the the one of the things that one of the things that I learned it was through the pandemic. To be fair, because the thing is, when you are in a mode where you focus business mode, you cannot forget sometimes about your big why. So I needed a big reminder of what I was doing this for, you know. So during the pandemic, I kind of slowed down and started more uh, reflecting more about, you know, my family, spending quality time with them. Yes, I was going on holidays with them and I was I almost have six holidays proud to the pandemic. So we used to go, you know, I got a flat in Spain, go to Spain. We went to Dubai with Liam and the families and all that stuff. But in essence, sometimes I was not present. You know, I was there, but not there. So during the pandemic, I think I learned that I had to be present. I had to be in flow uh, when I'm with them, with all my senses. You know, I was, have you read the the book called Flow? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Amazing book. You know, I learned a lot about it. So so those are being like, you know, the, the key moments, let's say, during the last six years so, so i obviously set up the business and it was running well but as i was focusing too much so much on my energy in that side of the business i, I was kind of neglecting my family but then now after the uh, after the pandemic i started stepping back and thinking what why am i doing this it's for them isn't it so standing i started spending more quality time with them so nowadays i decided to take the kids uh you know to tennis before and to swimming after they go uh, after they get out of school and spend more more time with them um so yeah those those are i think the, the, the some of some of the key moments of of my of my uh yeah from the last few years that i can share with you being more present obviously helps you with your family how has that helped you in your business absolutely i mean this is the thing um when you're spinning so many plates 
is sometimes hard, isn't it? Yes. And if you're not careful, you know, you might make the wrong decisions because you're not present. You're not putting all you, uh, you know, you put all your energy focus in one thing. Um, so, uh, you know, if you're not careful, if you're not present, you make mistakes. And then obviously in property, it costs mistakes. So you cannot really afford, you know, not to be, you know, present at the right time doing the thing, you concentrating on the thing that you're doing. It's like when you, I guess another analogy is like when you chase so many rabbits, right? You get none. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you got to be focused 100% on the activity that you're performing. Otherwise, you don't do it the right way. So, it, you know, it, it, just to answer your questions, you got to do that. You know, you got to be systematic with your time. You know, uh, you know, you need to you need to chunk your day. And, and at the end of the day, it is, is down to these two things, right? Property development is out these two things, primarily these two things. Focus on money and focus on finding deals, okay? So every time during my day after a drop, those kids to school, I try to focus on those two activities right at the start of my day. Finding money, finding investors, okay? And those are my priority. Then afterwards, you know, uh, if I do, do any admin work, or any other stuff, I feel like if I concentrated on those two first, I feel like I have achieved uh, something during the day, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. And looking back now, you know, the metamorphosis, you know, is ongoing. But, you know, for you, that started with having the courage to make that decision to go into, you know, into property, to go into business and you leave leave the the busy corporate job and the, the the hours and the stress and the and and the salary that went with it is having that courage and the work ethic to analyzing all those 300 deals to get your first domino in you so you made your one thing your number one thing to get that first domino and since then you've just grown from there and then you've carried carried on that theme about leveraging other people's money, leveraging your time and your network to be able to you know, move to doing deals that are 28 million pound projects, which is phenomenal. Um, any other sort of key, key insights or learnings that um, you can share around that journey of metamorphosis? Yeah, I think, I think the other thing that I would say to people is, is who do you, you know, who do you surround yourself with? is mega important and who do you listen to is mega important too um i'm not sure if you you probably know already about this but you know if you look at your phone and look at the four the five people that you're most contact with um you know that kind of you know says everything about yourself and how much influence you have and in fact um you know even people that are not even related to you, but that are close to those five people that are related to you, you have 11% uh, uh, influence in you, even if you don't know them, if that makes sense. So I would say, look, you know, another 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 thing that I want to share with you guys is not only even in, in the business environment, also family environment, is who do you surround yourself with? And ask these questions, you know, first question that you need to ask these people is how many books you read Okay. Second question is what diet do you follow? You know, third question is um, how much money do you earn? Fourth question is how many holidays you go uh, to, um, you know, and fifth question is, you know, how much money do you invest? 
And if you look at it, you know, look at all the answers of all those five people, you are the average of those five. So it's so important that you just, you know, uh, make sure that you influence by the right people. And there's another beautiful metaphor that I want to share with your audience that is 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 so spot on. So basically, um, is it goes along the lines of like your life is like a couch, like propelled by horses. Okay, and typically, those horses that prepare you forward and five fire horses. Okay, so if you pick the right horses that you know they are driven. They challenge you. They want to see a version of yourself every single every single day of your life. Then you have the right ones. But when you have a horse that is dead, okay, the reality is that you don't lose one. You lose two because you have to carry that weight, you know. And even if you are have you're in a business environment and then you're back home and got someone that is negative, would affect you, you know. So key that you pick the people that you surround yourself very carefully to, to be able to thrive. Because it's bad enough with our subconscious mind that keep telling us that you're not good enough, you know, that you can't really do this. Oh, Jay, you know, little foreigner, you know, you need a visa to come here, you know, uh, you, you ain't going to be able to set up your own business. You have to stop listening to that BS. And if someone else is neggy on top of that, it's even worse. So you, you need to be, very careful with picking up the horses that propel you forward, I think. Yeah, I love that. That's such a strong metaphor to finish on. You know, your life is like a coach propelled by five horses. So mm. making sure you've got the five horses that are going to challenge you, guide you, you uh, pull you forward and uh, yeah, encourage you uh, throughout your life. That's fantastic. So if anybody listening wants to find out more about your book, first of all, and then about uh, Assets for Life, uh, how do they do that? Absolutely, yeah. So uh, for your listeners, uh, thanks so much for listening to my story. I hope it's about you. Um, yeah, so if you want a little bit more, more more information about us, obviously you can uh, uh, get my book in Amazon, um, J- Property Metamorphosis by Jay Munoz. You can reach us in Facebook. We are also in Facebook, Assets for Life. We've got a thriving community that you can belong to if you wish. Uh, I'm also on Instagram, Jay Munoz AFL. And in LinkedIn, Jay Munoz. And you can see my LinkedIn profile, how I went from being an employee to being an employer now. So all my <laughs> all my metamorphosis in there. Um, what are the companies that I used to work for and the companies that I now uh, set up myself? So yeah, that's it. Jay, thank you so much for your time. It's been a real joy to get you back onto the Business Mastermind podcast and to hear about your inspirational journey and the, uh, the sort of real gems that you dropped in that conversation. Uh, that will no doubt help the listeners. Thank you so much for your time. And guys, just remember this, guys. If a little foreigner that came to this country with a bag full of drinks can do it, so can you. Fantastic. Cheers, Jay. Awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Business Mastermind Podcast with myself, Gavin Preston. You know, we love to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Like, review and subscribe on whichever podcast platform you listen to us on. It does make a difference. If you are a regular listener, why not buy us a coffee? You can do this by heading over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash businessmaster. You'll also be able to get access to exclusive content from the guests and myself 
further insights and information on the featured episodes and how you can get more access for yourself and your business. Music